Dark by Design may contain graphic and or explicit content. Audience discretion is advised. How do I even start this? Okay. Um... We got this. Three, two, one. Yeah, we go. Bongiorno, my fellow power bottoms, and welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That is an intro. (laughs) That was the intro of the (laughs) century, my fellow power bottoms. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> I had a lot oh of fun my with God. my notes, and I want to make this a really weird episode. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so bizarre. What's the opposite of a but, power bottom? Uh, a power, power top? top? I think, yeah. I'm definitely a power bottom, sure. though. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, I'm so bottom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck I'm yeah. bottom. Oh, by the way, um, I'm Rachel. I'm Bev. <laughs> listening to dark by design the podcast where two creative gals uh share stories of the macabre to then pick them apart before the nightmares start thank you for joining us today truly thank you for joining us (laughs) (laughs) and like i said i honestly a wacky topic calls for a wacky intro and today we are talking about weird medical experiments from the early to mid 1900s which is pretty (laughs) exciting uh, and they include a headless chicken to goat testicles. Woo! Ooh, how exciting. <laughs> Chickens and testicles, my two favorite things. Two favorite things, right? Two favorite things in the barnyard. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a cool topic. I love this so much. Um, thank you for uh, bringing uh, my attention to um, Weird your topic, which I can't experiment. wait to get into. <laughs> It's going to be great. On animals, nonetheless. PETA, don't come for us. Mm -hmm. Please. I don't want to hear it. I really don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We are animal lovers, and this happened like 1950s and like beforehand. So I wasn't even a a thought. (laughs) Neither were you. Yeah. No, no, not at all. (laughs) My mom wasn't even a thought. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I don't even think, I don't even think my mom was a twinkle in my grandparents' eye at the time. Yeah. So it's been a while since these uh, things have occurred. Yeah. Um, but uh, you can find more information, photos, videos, and sources cited on today's topic in the show notes and on the show's website at www.darkbydesign.com. Just kidding. Nope. Um, at darkbydesignpodcast.com. Woo. I'll cut it. <laughs> that was great. Uh, and. Thank you. Uh, And if you're on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening on other streaming platforms, please rate us five stars and uh, tell us what your cat's name is so we can give you a shout out on uh, future episodes because why not? (laughs) Or just leave us like a nice comment or something and like, you know, help us out because it, uh, you know, makes the algorithm like us and we like it when it likes us. (laughs) You can also find us on our socials. Um, I am at Miss Quirk with two K's 
on I stream on Twitch, Instagram, and on YouTube. And uh, Beverly, uh, she is on uh, Instagram, sometimes Twitch, and YouTube at Beverlocks with uh, two S's, which our uh, usernames are displayed uh, down in the bottom left, usually. So yeah. it depends on... Uh, yeah, they're they're here. They're around. You can see our info. Yeah. So. <laughs> here we are. I'm just your hype girl. I'm just like, yeah, in the background. Yeah. <laughs> you tell them. Yeah. <laughs> you tell them all this information. You go, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll tell you exactly where to find us. <laughs> I cannot wait. Could you please? Oh, you, like, I start am pumped. Your, I have start been your story? so excited to talk about this. Because it is wild. Science is wild. Well, I don't even... I Science, yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. So, <laughs> will chickens be the new cockroach when the apocalypse inevitably... In, 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 Jesus. Will Ooh. chickens be the new cockroach when the apocaly- apocalypse inevitably comes? This chicken sure seems to be. Especially after having survived for 18 months post decapitation. <laughs> so, <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> starting off good. So, Mike the chicken is known as a miracle um, after having lived for 18 months without his head. Miracle Mike is one of his many monikers, I guess. Miracle Mike. Um, he's also known as Wyandotte Chicken. Mike the Headless Chicken, he has so many different names, but during this episode, we're just going to call him Mike the Headless Chicken, <laughs> although I kind of gotcha. kind of like Miracle Mike. It's kind of like Magic Mike, and now I'm just yeah, imagining this <laughs> decapitated chicken stripping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so... <laughs> I love it. Mike oh, the Headless man, Chicken. He's like... Yeah, he's like, he's like giving you a show. Show and you his breasts. <laughs> his chicken <laughs> breasts. <laughs> Showing you some uh. thigh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, no god. head. And he's trying to like swing his hair. <laughs> I was just thinking, imagine his head is stuck by like a tiny little piece of skin and it's just swinging. <laughs> kind of like meat spin, but with the chicken head. <laughs> There will be no wig reveal. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so he has several different names. Mike the Headless Chicken, <laughs> Miracle Mike, and the Wyandotte Chicken. Um, and Oh, his name was not Wyandotte Chicken. I read my notes wrong. He is a Wyandotte chicken, which are known mainly for their brown ends, <laughs> eggs, and tender, juicy meat. I was like, that's a weird name for Mike. Did you call him Wyandotte chicken? <laughs> no. Mike the Headless Chicken slash Miracle Mike is also known as a Wyandotte chicken, which are known mainly for their brown eggs and tender, juicy meat. So um, <laughs> Mike lived a good long two-year life between 1945 and 1947. Um, his okay. unfortunate unend <laughs> that yeah. ultimately brought this chicken to fame began when Mrs. Olson chose a five-month-old chicken to eat for supper. And this chicken looked so delicious, so supple, so tender as the Wyandotte chicken is known to be. 
until he absolutely just <laughs> fucking refused to die. He he refused. <laughs> he hung on to dear life. So Mrs. Olson went out back looking for a nice little chicken to pluck for supper. And when she swung her axe to take Mike's heads off or head off, she completely missed the jugular vein. Um, okay. Yeah. So she missed his jugular, which is located in the neck and is responsible for taking um, deoxygenated blood from the head to the heart. And aside, also aside from missing the jugular, Mrs. Olson also seemed to have left Mike's ear and brainstem intact. So, so this is either divine intervention or Mrs. Olson just fucking sucks. Yeah, so she, she missed. Terrible aim. Yeah. Also, or how do you decapitate <laughs> something without getting the jugular? Like that makes no sense, right? Yeah, I got. It. I, I mean, I'm sure Why chicken anatomy is completely different. Yeah. <laughs> from I was like, anatomy, I, I, but very true. I, I will fully admit, I was like, I would like a diagram of what you're explaining. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm very confused. Also, why didn't she just like swing twice? Yeah. Why not just kill the chicken? Why I, did you keep, well, you know what? I won't speculate wildly. I'll let you finish. Because <laughs> maybe you tell me. <laughs> maybe I do. <laughs> I don't actually know. It's right here, but. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, God, Mrs. Olsen, you either have the worst aim the worst or the aim. best aim. Yeah. <laughs> glass Who half knows? empty, glass half full. We'll see. That's true. <laughs> so you just asked what ended up happening. How did this happen? Right? So yeah. the reason she didn't swing the second time. Oh, shit. Okay. Here we go. Mike kept on clucking <gasps> without a fucking head. Bitch, how do you do that without a beak? <laughs> I thought the came from like the you know, like yeah. the mouth. <laughs> so oh how does God. that work? How does that yeah. work? I don't know. Well, I lied. He didn't actually cluck. He tried to. <laughs> okay, um, that's fair. He tried to crow, but he barely could. Um, instead, he was producing a gross like gurgling sound in his throat. Um, and, you know, she noticed this, and I feel like if it was me, I would try to put the chicken out of its misery, just because yeah. I don't like, know don't if that's suffer. a gurgle of joy or a gurgle of pain, so I'm just going to assume that I completely just put an axe through this chicken's neck. It's definitely it in pain. feel it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why would you, uh, why would you not- Let it go? Hit it. Yeah, Exactly. Oh so, according God. to Mrs. Olson, he was still a happy-go-lucky chicken. Um, he tried to peck for food and walk, although with limited success, considering he doesn't have a fucking head. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> He's just bashing the nub of the neck into the ground. This poor thing! He's Aww, bashing man. his brainstem and his yeah. ear into the little pellets of food. Oh my god. But yeah, I don't know. I bet Mrs. Olsen um, felt bad. So rather than putting Mike out of his misery like any normal person would, um, uh -huh. she decided to care for him by feeding him his water and food through an eyedropper directly into his throat. Okay, this is weird. But also, follow up, I would probably do the same thing because I would feel so bad. <laughs> But imagine, oh God, ah. 
Aww, Imagine it's a human so... without a head and you're feeding the human through the esophagus. <sighs> is, is it the esophagus? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's the your... esophagus. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. where you, that's your food pipe, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I was in nursing yeah. school. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm not. Hey, and it's very was... clear why. <laughs> I was in in forensics. I only studied bones. (laughs) Bones. (laughs) Oh my god. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. I couldn't imagine trying to feed something through a pipe. That yeah sounds disgusting. And no, thank you. Yeah, moist noises coming out of it. That's something I. (laughs) That's something I don't want to deal with. (laughs) But. Let's put ourselves into Mike's shoes real quick. Imagine being able to see and hear and cluck around like no one's business. And then at freaking 8 a.m. or 8 p.m., bam, out of nowhere, you can't anymore. Some crazy old woman just grabs you by the neck, swings you around a couple of times, slams you onto a table, and then bam, axe right into the neck. But boom, you're still alive. Oh, I can't cluck. I can gurgle. Give me food, bitch. Like, it's just, imagine the day this poor chicken, imagine the day this poor chicken just had. It was, Mike was happy. He was just living his best chicken life. But they wanted freaking chicken, chicken, which combo you picking, you know? Like, I, (laughs) (laughs) it's just bad. I don't know. Uh, Oh, yeah. oh man, Miss Olsen. I don't know if she's like uh, the protagonist, like antagonist or protagonist. You know what I mean? I'm like, are you the villain or the hero? Because I don't know. Oh, she's she's Doctor Frankenstein at this point. Oh, she she's for sure Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> Mike the monster. Mikenstein. Mikenstein. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> we should put that in our book. Yeah. Mike the headless chicken. <laughs> oh, 110 percent. Oh my goodness. So I'm just wondering, did Mike? have a thought process still after well his his brain stem is still intact Mm -hmm. um so is he still able to process like do chickens have thoughts do their can their brains handle that oh i'm not quite sure i feel like they they have a very tiny brain they have a little like i don't know like poop pellet brains like this small got it right so Mm -hmm. I feel like he wouldn't have had any thoughts anyway, other than food and water. True. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. It's weird. I feel to like think he about... probably. Yeah, it's a weird concept that not everything is as conscious as we are. Yeah. Also, I think with the brainstem, I do believe that. Well, I think at least with humans, that's where our, like all of, like the. What is it? That's where like our body gland? stores like the. Yeah, it's that there's that too. Um, but it's like that's where our brain keeps like all like the automatic functioning of our body intact, I think. I like see. so so like that's where your breathe like that's what it's responsible for your breathing and your heart beating and essentially keeping Ooh. you alive, like all like the basic things that you don't innately have to do to keep yourself and alive. Think about right. Mm-hmm. If that's I really cool. correctly, but don't hold it to me. So You're correct. And okay. if she's not correct, don't tell us. We don't want to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> also, Cite if you guys happen to know, below. exactly. If you guys happen to know 
what size a chicken's brain is and whether or not they can consciously think about their actions, let us know in the comments below, please. We would love oh, yeah. to, we would love to hear from you. Um, mm -hmm. Imagine how frustrating it must have been not being able to eat after pecking for hours and hours mm. and hours. Um, some Aww. days I'm just really thankful I wasn't born a chicken. Yeah, for real. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, like shit, today dude. I was able to make my coffee. I was able to get up and get myself a cup of cereal. Yeah. I'm lucky I don't have to worry about some crazy old lady <laughs> running after me and chopping my neck off, you know? Oh it's my god, yeah. The life of a chicken. She's rough. Mm. When word got out of the Miracle Headless Chicken, the Olsons literally became famous overnight. They started making so much money with Mike. For nearly 18 months, he was being presented at sideshows and was getting photographs by, photographed by dozens of magazines, including both Time and Life. We'll include pictures for sure. here for you guys to see. And he was thought of as a celebrity back then. Everyone oh and their mother knew about Mike the Headless Chicken. <laughs> oh my god! Are you kidding me? I, so now I'm thinking if Mrs. Olsen knew what she was doing. Like, if she heard Where? the gurgling, did she... Mm. I don't know. Were, were the farmers back then, like, super keen on like animal anatomy oh. like did they know where oh. the jug jugulars and stuff like like i'm not saying she purposely didn't cut his head off correctly but mm -hmm. maybe she noticed the like the brain stem and the ear and all that stuff there and she decided yeah. not to continue hacking at him and sure. maybe she's like yeah. oh jim we can make i don't know if his name was jim but jim we can make money <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly i think as soon as they saw that it was still trying to like wiggle around and move honestly i think it was just maybe like a, a fluke like it was like a whoops mm. and now it's doing this and so uh i honestly they're probably like oh let's see how long we can keep the chicken alive yeah. for it and like make it a game out of it <laughs> and then like fuck yeah they're like oh it's been like a day maybe we should like call nasa or take something. it to the and vet then <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like now i'm like all right so you make a bank off of it now. So, okay, yeah. all right, all right. Now I'm looking at know. Sophie and I'm like, no, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> hey. Oh, sometimes at three in the morning when she does her stupid running, I really want to. Oh, but absolutely. I won't. Mm -mm. Don't mm -mm. call Pete on me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was rumored that at the height of Mike's popularity, the Olsons mm -hmm. were actually bringing in about $4,500 a month. Uh, so with inflation, that equates to $51,000 a month today. Art is so lucrative. It's Art the most is so lucrative, lucrative thing in the world. <laughs> God, are you kidding Do me? Do all the artistic things. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to college. 51000 Up until a month. Three months ago, that's what I was making in a year. Working twice as much. All they had to do was present a chicken at a freaking carnival. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Oh my goodness. Oh, do you think um, Magic or Magic Mike was like the equivalent of Grumpy Cat nowadays? You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Dang. He was a non-internet sensation because the internet did not exist until like the 90s. Yeah, 80s? listen up, kiddos. 90s. 
Yeah, 90s, I do believe. Back in my day. <laughs> yeah. Back oh, in my that... day, we put the floppy disk into the into the towers, and that's how we saved our files. Oh, you don't know what a Walkman is? Oh, <laughs> you kids. Oh, you're, you uncultured kids, you swine. Okay, I'm you done. I don't know what today. that was. Very <laughs> good. Back chocolate. in my day. Yeah, chocolate. <laughs> I Back remember in my when day. they first invited chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Back in my day. I'm sorry. <laughs> Back in my day, we had dial-up. <laughs> Back in my day, only one person could use the internet at a time. Yeah. And the phone. <laughs> yeah, and you couldn't use it when someone was on the phone. <laughs> Back in my day, you had to pay per text message. <laughs> oh, man, I remember that. That, that was, was the, the darnest thing in the world. I ran my mom's bill up to like six hundred dollars once because I thought she was lying. <gasps> In my defense, though, my sister used her credit card like seven or eight oh, months ago fine. and spent like nine hundred dollars at Sephora. <laughs> I'm not as bad. <laughs> Putting Just that out there, do. I am the favorite child. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did the math. Let's say Mike was only famous for 10 of those 18 months. In those 10 months, they ended up making half a million dollars in today's money from touring with the headless chicken. Mrs. Olsen was probably so fucking happy they didn't have Mike for dinner that night. I mean, they were set for the rest of their goddamn lives. They made so much money in those 18 months that future generations were set for their lives and their great grandchildren and their great grandchildren because it just keeps inflating. And if they're smart yeah. with their money and they invest it into like real estate or some shit. True. Oh my God. There's no telling where the future Olsons are now. Very true. Could you imagine? Oh, they'd like, be so lucky. hundred, Right? <laughs> Could you imagine like a hundred years from now, there's like a bunch of like rich people sitting around a table of like old money and they're like, oh, well, yeah. where did you, you know, and like talking about like where they got their old money from and be like, oh, well, my grandfather was Kellogg's and like my grandfather was like McDonald's. <laughs> there's some guy that's just like, well, my, my great grandma didn't decapitate a chicken right and uh his name's magic Mike. you can look him up and here we are <laughs> and everyone at the table looks at them like that chloe gif yeah <laughs> oh man oh See, now, that's how i want to like become a millionaire uh, like not with like a yeah. chicken, or, but like something so incredibly stupid that like people look Absolutely. at you and you're like, "Are you kidding me? That worked? Absolutely, it did." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna- if uh, anyone out there is a comic artist, can you please make Rachel's bit into a comic? Because I would love to see that. Just <laughs> the round table of millionaires and someone talking about, "Oh, can you make it into that 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 meme?" Where they throw the guy out of the window. You know which one I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> They're like, get out of here with your headless chicken. <laughs> My great grandmother made her money off of a headless chicken and they pitch him out the window. Pitch <laughs> him out the window. <laughs> Poor guy, you can't Oh my those. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, Mike did end up dying while touring on the West Coast, specifically in Phoenix, Arizona, because mm-hmm. Arizona is the fucking you know satan's armpit of the united states it sucks i hate arizona i'm sorry if you live there (laughs) 
I'm sure you're great. I'm sure you're wonderful. Your state sucks. That's fair. I hate it. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> no it wonder is, he died. Yeah. <laughs> you killed Magic Mike. <laughs> Your state you sucks. guys killed Magic Mike. He would have been alive to this day. <laughs> he would have still been gurgling to this day if it wasn't for you. <laughs> Instead of a lively gurgle, it's a like a senile gurgle. Very true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever that oh my goodness. Like. <laughs> this entire story is just incredibly bizarre. Uh, it really shows just how wild and unbelievably intricate the body is. Not just humans, but apparently chickens too. I mean, I'm sure someone out there with like a fucked up mind has probably tried this on a human before. Oh, 100%. But the dark web exists for yeah, a reason. I would <laughs> not put it, you know, past them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dark web does exist for a reason. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Scary places. I've seen so many Ooh, things. Oh, we should do an episode on dark web stories. Mm-hmm. 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 Gonna Fun fact, a couple of my friends um, at... Um, another college that was like right adjacent to us they were like really big smart um computer science majors and one of their projects that their professor made them do thinking of yes yeah okay yeah it's the only super big smart college that was like right next to us (laughs) yeah Uh, oh burn sick burn (laughs) for us yeah ow yeah (laughs) uh well you know at least i'm smart enough to know no um but no, one of their assignments from their professors was to go onto like the dark web and like find shit like listings and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it was one that of their is projects. So dangerous. Yeah, they showed me how Jesus. to get on, and I'm like, I I don't I don't I don't want to know. But I don't want to do this. Uh, so the human body is crazy. Mm-hmm. Chickens are crazy too. It is believed that Mike didn't bleed to death during the original beheading because of a blood clot formed in his jugular. So I guess they did actually end up cutting the jugular, but the blood clot formed fast enough to where he didn't bleed out. Gotcha. Since most of the chicken's bodily functions and reflexes are actually controlled by the brainstem, Mike's tiny little body kept going once he lost his head. He just, (laughs) he was a well-oiled machine and nothing was going to stop him. God bless him. He was able to breathe. He He was able to control his heartbeat and he was able to know when he needed to, to eat, um, how to eat I, I guess he got accustomed to getting like the drip food um through his esophagus yeah so in all honestly he was he was still good how, <laughs> how did this motherfucker breathe without a nose was he just slurping around everywhere just breathing out I of his fe- neck he was probably just gurgling breathing out of his fucking esophagus i or maybe he had a windpipe yeah yeah it's crazy Uh, So something that's crazy is that when chickens are usually beheaded, their neurons still fire, like, a motor program, which causes them to run. So I don't know if you've noticed, I don't know if you've ever seen an actual chicken be decapitated before. I have not. But uh, what my grandma told me is that in Guatemala, they used to have to kill their own, like, hens for, for dinner and stuff. Sure. This is so brutal. She used to catch a chicken by the neck, uh-huh. swing it around, uh, yeah, so that it would crack its neck, uh, yeah, and then like throw it on the ground. The chicken would run around for a little bit and then just fall over. And that, and she said that was the more humane way of doing it. Which I disagree. I I think the most humane way of doing it is just 
getting it over with and chopping their fucking head off. Yeah, I agree. So their brains don't know what the fuck is going on. Rather than swinging a chicken. Grandma, what? For God knows how long. (laughs) Oh my God. Grandma, what? Common sense. (laughs) Abuela, no. Ah. Abuela, no. (laughs) Just, wow. Okay, thank you, Grandma. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Grandma, for that horrendous history lesson thank you so yeah. much that is something i never want to hear again not even once i don't want to think about the visual <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah just the cracking of the neck i just that's something i don't mm-hmm. want to deal with oh alrighty then mike's legacy actually still lives on to today he has his own website, which we'll be linking in the descriptions below, Absolutely. as well as a festival created after him, which I think we should go to and make a vlog on. I think that would be great. <laughs> oh my God. I would. It would be so much fun. <laughs> I would be so honored to go to this festival with you. Oh, I want a t-shirt. Oh, and I want a hat. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to get all of the headless I want a mic. t-shirt and a hat. Yeah, I'm going to get all the yes. merch. <laughs> I want a toy. I want like a little headless toy. It's gonna be so oh, cool. And it it's <laughs> yeah. Bike the Headless Chicken Festival is celebrated yearly in Fruta, Colorado, the first week of June. So I think we can go next year. Maybe make like a Patreon exclusive vlog of. Oh my god! Yeah, the festival, especially now that it. I mean, we're still in COVID, but mm. since regulations are like loosening up no Mm -hmm. they're better loosening up Mm -hmm. yeah it'll be easier and Mm -hmm. like colorado's like a good halfway point oh absolutely Um, and we can smoke so much yeah oh my god we're gonna be stoned yeah we're gonna be god we're gonna be stoned at our minds at a headless chicken festival this is this is so metal. I just rolled. This is so metal. I have never <laughs> been more excited to do an activity in my life. Oh my god! This is the oh, this is going to be so great. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Whoa. It's going to be great. It's going to be so great. Yeah, what do they do there? So, oh my god! Um, each festival hosts a five k run, which I'm, I'm sorry, no, I don't want to do in June. Mm-hmm. I hate running. Yep. I oh. hate exercise and especially in colorado very much tell <laughs> yeah real same but like also in colorado with like the the was it the um elevation difference it's the yeah, yeah no uh-uh. fuck no mm-hmm. no thanks no that sounds like a fainting spell waiting to happen and that's not something i want to do Mm-mm. but aside from that horrendous sounding 5k run mm-hmm. there's a car show backyard mm-hmm. games so like hacky sack and potato sack Hell throwing yeah. and like the ring tosses all right yeah um i'm pretty sure it's expanded since then okay because more and more people are actually going there's live music there's food there are artisan sellers would you like to be a one day be like an artisan seller at the the headless mic festival oh fuck yeah <laughs> i would absolutely love to imagine all of the merchandise we can make for that yeah Oh my god! And we can totally so like cool. plug this episode in our podcast too. It'll be great. It'll be yeah, so much fun. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, that's gonna be. Hey, if you live in Colorado and food in Colorado, we're gonna be selling at a booth. Come buy our headless chicken ranch. Oh, yeah. Oh, think about it. Oh, this is gonna be, it's gonna great. be so cool. And also in Fruta, mm-hmm. uh, there is a sculpture of Mike that is still up to today. 
specifically on the corner of Mulberry and Aspen. So if one of you lovely listeners happens to live in Fruta, or if you happen to stop there, please send us a picture. If you send it to us, we will post it on our Instagram, either on the story or in the feed. We'll figure it out. Please. I would love to see this statue from like, you know, one of our fans, but absolutely. um, You will forever like hold our hearts. Oh my god, that'd be the coolest yes, thing in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> is it is it a chicken? Is it he like in a, in a heroic like cluck pose, or does he have like no head? Like I want to <laughs> know what the statue looks like. Oh, how exciting! <laughs> I'll find um I'll find pictures so that we could probably absolutely put them up. You do your editing magic. You know you are an editing genius. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll find it, and uh, we'll put it up. Well, yeah. Well, maybe. There's hope for humanity and their humanities. There's hope for humanity in the future. And maybe, just maybe, one person will be able to survive without a head at some point. It's a scary thought. But if Mike, if Magic Mike was able to do it, then. So can then you. Maybe we will too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uncle Sam wants you to survive without right. a head. <laughs> So, yeah, he wants you to survive without a head. Because, like, fun facts, there's, like, this one chick in this one time, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how fun. Wow. What an interesting story. Holy shit. Chickens, man. You know what? To be honest, when you first had mentioned um, Mike the Headless Chicken, I had – I didn't read your notes, and I didn't read ahead or looked them up anything. I like to be surprised, you know? And I had assumed – that it was like some, I don't know, drugged out scientist or just like some stupid whack job <laughs> that's like, I need to like figure out like, uh, I don't know, they're working on some experiment for a college and like accidentally did this. And then they were like keeping him alive through like machines, <laughs> like an iron lung or something yeah. like that. And you're like, no, it's just like some lady that it's just, yeah, the it's farmer. just a farmer that was just like, you know, I'm going to take this uh, like headless chicken on tour. That's insane. <laughs> oh my goodness maybe i'll take sophie on tour because she knows how to talk where is she she's not here right now but when you when you say her name she goes oh hey sophie (laughs) sophie are you hungry (laughs) just squeaks so one honk means yes two honks means got it (laughs) (laughs) my god don't tell me that when i come over your house i'm gonna talk to your cat for hours oh my god fuck yeah she's like mom what is what's uh Aunt Rachel gonna leave. I almost said like, Uncle Rachel. <laughs> Uncle Rachel, I love that. I'll take it. I'll be Uncle Rachel. It's fine. <laughs> oh my goodness. I feel like it's weird enough and matches my personality. Also, <laughs> speaking of weird, this does not match my personality. But um, all right, folks. Are you ready for, for round two? <laughs> Oh, this wacky ass medical experiment. Thank you. Ah, ah. All right. So if you I'm ready, I'm so pumped. thank you so much. Thank you so much. I can't wait. So <laughs> if you liked the show intro, check this one out. What do erectile dysfunction and goat testicles have in common? John R. Brinkley was born in 1885. <laughs> <laughs> To a poor Appalachian mountain family in Veta, North Carolina. 
his dream was to become a doctor, uh, as his father had worked as a field medic during the Civil War. By 10 years old, he was actually orphaned and went to go live with his aunt. But don't feel bad. Don't feel bad because this guy's a tick. And like, let me tell you why. Okay. (laughs) So like at first you'd be like, oh. I don't feel bad. Fuck this orphan. Man, I don't know if he just had a rough life. And like, this is the reason why that it made him do the things that he's going to do. But oh, let me get into it. (laughs) It's just so wacky. So. At the age of 20, he married a local girl named Sally Wyke, and they joined a traveling medicine show where they sang, danced, and peddled a bogus cure-all. So, like, a snake oil uh, medicine. Mm, and all this... A snake oil sells Yeah, <laughs> they were... Yeah, that's how he started out, so you know it's going to get good. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, all this hooting and hollering about snake oil built Brinkley's confidence, and in 1908, he applied to Chicago's Bennett eclectic medical college which is an uncredited institution shocker so what's eclectic medicine you may be asking yourself (laughs) because i had no idea what it was i'm asking myself that yeah (laughs) but it sounds like a lot of horseshit which it is so is it like hot springs and stuff like that yeah um well yeah it's like a essentially using um anything but like like actual like medicine to cure medical Uh. ailments (laughs) Uh, essentially snake oil but in like a college form so uh, great yeah oh yeah uh eclectic medicine was a branch of american medicine that was made using botanical remedies along with other substances and physical therapy practices to cure medical affliction it was popular in the later half of the 19th and the first half of the 20th century the word eclectic refers to those physicians who employed whatever was found to be beneficial to their parents or to their patients, AKA okay. snake oil treatments. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so it's like, um, essentially, um, nowadays like weight loss pills today. Yes. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Kim and Kardashian with like the weight loss stuff or like the essential oils and they, they can like, I don't know, like cure all. Oh my God. If you use these, uh, we're never going to get sponsored by sugar. <laughs> Sugar bear hair because of <laughs> yeah, this right now. That's okay. I'm sorry. I apologize, but I wouldn't oh, want to. I don't want to be sponsored by him. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you take one gummy a day, you're going to grow hair as long as I have on my wig right, right. now. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's going to be long and strong. Just like I can pull it. Oh, my wig came right. off. <laughs> I just. I, I hate them so much. I hate those things. I hate those things so much. There is no treatment. Don't put freaking horse shampoo into your hair. It does not work. Mm-hmm. Literally, just get regular haircuts and don't put heat treatment on your hair and it'll freaking grow. You don't need to take sugar bear hair gummies. The cake's a lie. It's snake oil, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. It is a lie. Weight loss pills? Bullshit. Ah! Just stop it. It's all I'm done. Okay. stupid stuff. <laughs> Rant over. <laughs> uh, but oh boy, uncredited institution or not, Brinkley dropped out of college, left his wife and son, drank heavily, and then headed to Greenfield, South Carolina in 1913, where he became an electromedic doctor. What's an electromedic doctor, you may be asking yourself? Honestly, no clue. 
I had a, I think honestly, he just made the shit up like he's been doing everything because his specialty as a uh, electromedic doctor uh, was injecting colored water into the buttocks of impotent men for $25 a pop. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. What's that in today's money? Uh, which is an equivalent to, brace yourself, $740 in today's money. Holy sh- yeah. shit. For getting fucking food coloring water in your ass? Yeah, to cure your erectile dysfunction. What was that supposed to do? What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. For sure. So with the looming fear of dissatisfied customers, because obviously there were many, he fled to Memphis, Tennessee, where he met 21-year-old Minerva Minnie Jones. And in just four days, count them four, uh, they married each other. Yeah. That's true love. Absolutely. That is true love. Absolutely. Love at first sight. <laughs> Disney would be proud. Love at first sight. <laughs> yeah. But the honeymoon was cut short uh, when Brinkley's new father-in-law had to bail him out of jail uh, because he was arrested for passing bad checks and practicing medicine without a license. <laughs> and upon release, Brinkley promptly enrolled in the eclectic Medical University of Kansas City, where he surprisingly worked tirelessly for three years to achieve a bona fide diploma. I'm just kidding. Uh, he totally Are you just. Lying? Oh, yeah, I'm totally lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this I was is- like, I feel like people back then could just forge a certificate. Like that seems like something he would do. Yeah, actually, the school specialized like- in it. <laughs> the school would issue a diploma to anyone who is willing to pay a hundred dollars. Oh my god. Yeah. Yep. What? Absolutely. What is that like a thousand? Because the seventy five mm. was was uh, seven hundred, right? You know what? I'm not actually quite sure. I will have to check that out. But a thousand? Do- Damn! Imagine mm-hmm. if our tuition was a thousand dollars. I'd be so rich right now. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be paying for, like what for the rest of my life. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, see, he's a smart one. He was like, "Why do you need the education when I can just buy one for cheap?" <laughs> exactly. But in uh, 1917, Jesus. Brinkley set up shop in Little Milford, Kansas, after acquiring more fake diplomas uh, from diploma mills. And fun facts, he was able to legally practice medicine in, in Arkansas with an undergraduate license from the fake colleges that he actually never graduated from. So, yeah, think about that make it make sense yeah yeah <laughs> evidently it's like that's back then in arkansas you didn't actually have to have a, like an actual medical license you can start practicing as an undergrad it was weird i don't know things have changed that is so dangerous <laughs> but it was so bizarre that is so dangerous yeah. oh actually speaking of which which even which was even more dangerous is that he won over the locals immediately by paying good wages invigorating the local economy and making house calls on patients during the deadly outbreak of the 1918 flu pandemic. For all of his later infamy as a charlatan, accounts of his success at nursing flu victims back to health and the lengths to which he went to treat them were resoundingly positive, which is shocking. <laughs> yeah, he like seriously took care of these people. So I'm thinking maybe like his like the training that his dad taught him growing up kicked in to play and like maybe he knew something obviously he knew something to help these people out but like 
Well, boy, that's insane. what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> if you think that we're not even at the crazy mm-hmm. part yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Oh, no, this is like a snowball effect of just complete and utter horseshit. <laughs> it's just going to get Chaos. bigger and bigger. Buckle up. Chaos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now for the goat nads, right? So patient. <laughs> <laughs> Patient Bill okay. Stitzworth, yeah, <laughs> we're doing it. Uh, patient Bill Stitzworth, a local farmer, complained of a lifeless libido, joking that he wished he was as randy as his billy goats. Brinkley looked Stiltsworth right in the eye and said, boy, howdy, do I have the perfect product for you. <laughs> oh, He no. had persuaded Stiltsworth... To let him insert a baby goat's testicle into his scrotum alongside his own homemade pair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No balls? Too much balls. Yeah. Hey, three balls are better than two, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. Wait, do goats only have one testicle? No, I think he just decided just to insert one of them. So essentially- Just the yeah, one? Yeah, just the one. But it was also like a baby goat's testicle. Damn. It's really weird. It, it's like he was rocking with like two and a half men. You know, the two and a half men look. <laughs> Bad joke. But anyway. Oh yeah, my God. God. Think about it. Uh, two weeks later, Stiltsworth's case was a quote success. Uh, and it's mainly just due to like a placebo effect. But that didn't stop the men from thinking with the wrong head. Because suddenly... Berkeley became a popular surgeon in his hometown, and he was doing about 50 goat surgeries a month at at $750 per head, which is in nowadays is equivalent to $22,223. $750 back then? Yes. Yes. Per head. What? Per head? Yeah, it girl, it gets worse. It's so much wait, worse. Wait, mm-hmm. how many surgeries a month? 50. 50 a month. You're telling me all of these motherfuckers in Arkansas were totally okay with getting goat testicles implanted next to their own testicles? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How horny are they? Jesus Christ. Yep, and it was all oh to cure- Oh my God. Yep, it was all to cure l- oh. limbitos, like to get your sex drive back. And to cure, like, erectile dysfunction and, like, anything that you could possibly think of that has to deal with, like, that area, he just kind of threw in and said, like, hey, goat testicles will cure that. Yeah. Having goat okay, testicles just sewn imagine into your ball sack. Mm-hmm. Medical treatment in 19, in the, ni- er, like, the 1910s, mm-hmm. there's no going to sleep. Mm-hmm. You're under the knife while you're awake. Anesthesia sucks. Mm-hmm. And the sterilization, imagine how... It, Oh, just blue cheese on both of your balls, the goat ones and the freaking human (laughs) ones. Oh, that's disgusting. No, it is awful. Oh, and on top of it, too. Oh, uh huh. Oh, feel it. Just imagine hooking up with a guy in college, right? Uh Imagine you're in college in Arkansas and he whips out his dick, and then boom, there's three balls. What would you do? What would you do if you see off three testicles on a motherfucker? And he looks down. I would laugh. <laughs> Me too. I would laugh. I would laugh so hard. I and I'd like, be like, is that a tumor? 
what is this? <laughs> I have many questions. <laughs> Could you imagine? No, I never even thought there about was... like hooking up with somebody that be like, yeah, it's just a goat testicle. <laughs> it's to increase my libido. Could you fucking imagine? I'd be like, I, I'm out. Yeah. I was like, you know what? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's basically having sex with a goat. I am not into bestiality. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, thank you. Furries, no. <laughs> not my thing. <laughs> Crazy. So he ended up going on tour <laughs> across the U.S. showcasing this new surgery and soon began offering infer- um, infertile women goat ovary implants. But he found that there were far fewer female candidates because I feel like they've sniffed out the bullshit much faster than the men did. <laughs> we're clearly the better species here. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, I don't know. Uh, These men are clearly thinking with their tiny dicks rather than their heads. Like, Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, you think a goat testicle is going to increase your libido? No. no. Fun facts. (laughs) If anything, that's going to cause more issues. Uh Like, what? Uh Oh, we'll get to it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I have so many thoughts. going. I purposely did not read your notes. Yeah. It's fucking weird, man. And it gets so much worse. (laughs) So in 1920, 1920- it gets worse. Oh yeah, honey, just you wait. Uh, in 1923, Brinkley established the radio station KFKB in Milford, Kansas. Uh, he diagnosed patients while on air and would always recommend his joy juice, which was just water and dye. That's coming back around. His sales for his joy juice alone, back in 1923 was $10,000 a week. A week. A week. Which in our standards today is just under $300,000. Art is lucrative. Art is very lucrative. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Fun fact. Holy shit. Yeah, but the the Federal Radio Commission was like, what the fuck dude and they ended up revoking his um his broadcast license in june of 1930 and september of the same year his medical license was revoked by kansas medical board but that didn't stop his medical license his medical license (laughs) (laughs) but that didn't stop big brain brinkley he then ran for governor of kansas twice and would have won both times if the state attorney general had not ruled that the doctor's write-in votes had to read J.R. Brinkley and that any other spellings would be avoided vote. So you had to specifically put J.R. Brinkley because there were so many people that were obsessed with him and thought this man was God. He had convinced so many people. Trump supporters. Oh, girl, it gets, the parallels get so much worse. Give me like, just hold, hold tight. (laughs) So, yes. Uh, So Brinkley, upset that his First Amendment or right to freedom of speech was violated, he relocated to Del Rio, Texas on the Mexican border, where he opened a clinic to resume his goat gland work and added the equally sketchy and disgusting prostate surgeries to his repertoire. What exactly he did with the prostate surgeries, we don't know because it was different every time. (laughs) Was he just getting rid of the prostate? I don't know. I didn't really look into it. Also, how do you do a prostate surgery back then? Like, Mm. do you use clamps to 
open the butthole. I don't want to think about it. Oh my God, this guy's wild. (laughs) Yeah. And to stick it to the federal radio regulators, he also bought the Mexican station XER, I think it's pronounced XER, and uh, spewed his Christian right-wing Nazi manifesto to the majority of the U.S., yeah. Are we surprised? Not in the least bit. And also, I would like to mention that this was around the same time that Hitler was starting to gain power in Europe. So, like, Great. Nazis weren't, <laughs> like, a known thing, but a lot of people were were not, uh, were following, like, the same, like, thought pattern beforehand. He was definitely a Nazi sympathizer, for sure. And thankfully... In 1938, <laughs> somebody finally was like, hey, yo, we got to take care of this. And that somebody was Morris Fishbin, editor of the Journal of American Medical Association. He had published a- I like that name. Right? He had published a devastating expose on the doctor, documenting instances in which goat gland surgery killed or maimed his patients. Fishbin called Brinkley a blatant quack. But of course, this <laughs> ad- <laughs> this terrible insult hurt Brinkley's fragile ego, and he sued Fishbin for liability, which inevitably triggered his own downfall. The physicians test idiot. right fucking idiot. Keep your mouth shut. Physi- uh, physicians testified that Brinkley's goat gland and prostate operations were frauds, and that the medicines he championed were mostly water and dye. The most damaging witness was Brinkley himself. He couldn't explain how his procedures worked and his tales of surgery were terrifying. So he doesn't have a medical uh-huh. license. Uh-huh. Oh, he let- doesn't know shit. <laughs> let me explain. Uh, like all these Facebook doctors today. I'm sorry. I'm done interrupting. I'm sorry. You're fine. It's just- <laughs> Yeah, I want to rip my hair out. It's just frustrating. What? Yeah, and he made millions and of dollars. Horrible. Yeah, he made millions of dollars doing this too, and people just ate it up. It's ridiculous. Um, so the various procedures of how he would um go about these surgeries. Uh, sometimes he implanted the goat's gland whole, um, into the the testicle, like the the ball sack. Um, or sometimes he would cut them up into slices and then insert them into the scrotum. Sometimes he sewed animal parts into a patient's abdomen muscles, and sometimes he just sewed them directly into the scrotum. So, like on top of the the scrotum, uh, and on and on several occasions, he just hollowed out the man's testicles and sewed in goat glands inside. Just completely castrated the man and replaced him with uh, goat glands. Yeah, I'm I'm hung up on what's the point of putting it on the abdomen? No idea. But he was just like, it works. And someone said, okay. So what, just a walking human cow at that point? I, I don't know. But it's just like, there's a man that was just walking around with goat testicles sewed, sewed, surgically sewed to his abdomen to help him with erectile dysfunction. Yeah. So as one could imagine. Science. Uh-huh. And as one could imagine, this grossed out the all-male jury who ruled in favor of Fishbin, finding that Brinkley should... <sighs> Uh, should be considered a charlatan and a quack. Lawsuits soon bankrupted Brinkley and ended his career. Uh, Brinkley then suffered three heart attacks and an amputation of one of his legs due to the poor circulation (laughs) and finally died penniless in 1942, just four years after Fishman published his article. And actually... You know what would have fixed his amputated leg? Testicles. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
you bitch. Yeah, why didn't you just show your goat glands to your legs if they were going to work so well? <laughs> exactly. You stupid bastard. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Believe it or not, this is just a brief overview of this man's life. This is brief. This isn't even like half of it. This is just scraping the surface. <laughs> There's so much more. Can we do a deep, a deep dive? dive episode Absolutely. into this motherfucker? Yeah. No. Because I would love to bash him some more. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. Honestly, personally, I would recommend looking the guy up. There's so many film and like movies made out of him. Um, there was like a recent um, animation that was made um, from him. And I think it's called Nuts. <laughs> If I remember correctly. <laughs> I love it. It's Nucking like, futs. Yeah. It's like, it, it's such a fascinating case. But the things that I have learned uh, from this particular um, man is that uh, one, confidence and charisma can get you anywhere in life. Two. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Two. Um, in the 1950s, the XR radio station uh, that Brinkley had originally bought ended up hiring a disc jockey named Robert Weston Smith. And Smith called himself the Wolfman Jack and played a sexy new sound that blended country pop and electric blues, which an AKA became rock and roll. So Brinkley actually, um, yeah, helped to pioneer rock and roll, <laughs> which is like really is he one of the founding fathers of rock and roll. Uh, he's one of the founding fathers for broadcast radio. Yeah, <laughs> for all this bullshit, because like the radio station, the XR radio station, he ended up like, like, essentially making it like a powerhouse of a radio station that it was so yeah like powerful that it was broadcasting all the way up into Alaska. So like he Holy literally shit. made like a broadcast, like he pioneered broadcast radio, which is insane. Like this crazy asshole that did so much hurt and damage to so many people created so many really cool things and the last thing that i would like to touch on speaking of cool things that were created from this guy is that while he was in kansas when he first started the goat surgeries they were so successful that he ended up sponsoring a little league team and he called them the brinkley goats <laughs> oh my god is that still alive today i don't know but that would be really the fun brinkley Goats Little League. That'd be so fun. Yeah, I hope it is. That's a good man name. Oh, it is, yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's John R. Brinkley. He's such like a very like weird dude. So I would love to do a deep dive with him because there's just so much to talk about. It's, oh God, there's like so many issues that he had with his wives and just like interpersonal issues and like his family. And it's just- Wives? Yeah, he had multiple wives. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the- the wife that he left the child with, and then he had the wife he married after four. What happened to her? Uh, was she with him through all this bullshit? I do believe, yeah. And they ended up having a kid together, and people they were with each other for I think like ten years, and then they finally had a kid. Jesus. And people had suspected that he was like he performed his own surgery on himself because he had bad libido because they couldn't have kids for like ten years. Uh, but he said that yeah. no, he did not um, implant himself with a a goat testicle, but. Yeah, and uh, oh yeah, also another fun fact about him is that people regularly um, desecrate his uh, cemetery, his gravestone, since like 2017. <laughs> well deserved. <laughs> yeah. But, Holy yeah. shit. What a fucking asshole. Wait, when did he die again? Uh, 1942. 42. Yeah, and it took from Damn. until uh, 2017 
for uh, people to start doing that to him. But I think honestly, that's when he, his story became a lot more popular and circulated um, around the internet. Yeah. So yeah. So fun facts. That's uh, that's John R. Brinkley. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for, you know, listening to this wild ride of an episode it has been absolutely bonkers i think like our our most insane one to date yeah topics um, absolutely yeah six episodes in and we're talking about ghost goat testicles and headless dis- chickens like erectile dysfunction <laughs> and fucking headless chickens great so yeah holy shit stay tuned for more um yeah stay tuned for more this is the dark by design podcast uh if you're watching on youtube please like comment and subscribe and uh follow do we follow on on youtube no just like comment and subscribe right Mm -hmm. yeah like comment and subscribe tell us if you would like to have goat testicles implanted into your own testicles would you or wouldn't or if you're smarter than that Mm -hmm. I feel like goat testicles back then are like the equivalent of like butt injections today. So like, would you? Oh, for sure. You? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It's freaking wild. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, also, be sure to hit the little bell icon so that you're notified when we publish new episodes. Absolutely. Um, and if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, anywhere else that we are able to stream our podcast, please hit the follow and leave us a five-star review there, too, because that would be great. Yeah, would. Uh, and again, like Rachel said at the beginning of the podcast episode, uh, leave us a five-star review. Tell us your fa- your cat's name. If you don't have one, <laughs> leave us a nice comment, and we'll read out your names in a future episode. <laughs> and you can find more information about today's topic on the show's website at darkbydesignpodcast.com or on YouTube, Instagram, and uh and Twitch at dark by design underscore podcast. Um, also TikTok, dark by design underscore podcast. Uh, and then we release new episodes every Monday at midnight. So 12 a.m. going into Monday. For those of you that are as confused about that terminology as I am. <laughs> so 12 a.m. on Monday. Um, 12 a.m. on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. All right. And uh, we want to hear from you guys, too. So remember, this is a two-way relationship. If you have a creepy encounter, a ghost story, a personal true crime story, or an all-around creepy, spoopy story that you'd love to share with us, we would love to hear it. Um, So please share it with your fellow coven members and either DM us your story on our socials or email us at darkbydesign at g... Nope. Darkbydesignpodcast at gmail.com. Um... Preferably send that in via email so that we don't lose it in our DMs. And just be sure to put listener story at the top. Yeah. Yeah. But that has been episode six, Weird Medical Experiments. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. (laughs) Uh, And we will see you uh, next week for uh, more debauchery and weird shit. So, hey, this is what we're here for. You guys are the best power bottoms. Thank you so much. Stay beautiful, Power Bottoms. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Bye. Oh, that was great. <laughs>
monster. Never have you known such cringing terror, such sudden shocks.